Welcome to Snippets of Hope. Firstly, let me just say I'm grateful for the opportunity to share hope with all those who listen. So thank you for listening and thank you for contributing to this podcast. So episode 24 is about sharing things worth listening. We have a movie review which talks about a movie with a good cast, a good script and an even better message. A sequel that you were not expecting, and of course, wonderful words of encouragement. So now that we are forced to slow down from the daily hustle and bustle, hope is found in the gentle whispers. So take time to really hear. It's worth a listen. So no matter what the situation may be, there is always hope. Welcome to another review. Now today I have reviewed this amazing movie called Never Heard. The production is by Weber Films, director is Josh Abraham Weber and the release date was the 1st of November 2018 USA. Other things that he's directed is Dare Frank, Secrets of Deception and There Is Many Like Us. Now the actors list and actresses list in this is actually pretty big there might be some people that you may know or seen before um, one of them is Romeo Miller who plays the lead character called Jalen and yes this is the Romeo the singer yes you may know David Banner another rapper um, who plays Aaron Davis Karuchi Tran who plays Paris Robin Given who plays Shayla Davis and you may know her from Riverdale or House of Pain that's where I know her from you also have Karen Abercrombie, I think that's how you say her name, and she plays the grandmother, and you may know her from War Room. We have Brian J. White, who plays Manuel Jackson, and you may know him from Stomp the Yard, I Can Do Bad All By Myself, and Good Deeds. We also have Dijon Towton, who plays Diggy, and you might know him from I Will Follow and Glee Encore. We also have Candy Burris, who plays Tara, and you might know Candy from the girl group Escape, and she was also on Real House Wives of Atlanta. We also have Dorian Wilson, who plays Monty, and you may know him from The Parkers. The Parkers, guys, yes, it's him. And you've got Cut and A Weekend with the Family, and you also have Master P in there as well, and many more faces and actors. Now, Never Heard got an 83 on Rotten Tomatoes, so a lot of people did enjoy this, and I will say I definitely enjoyed this. So let's begin. The introduction is like most of types of these films, it's very long, but this time it comes with an actual decent, decent monologue, guys. 
like I could already tell that this film had potential to go far. The beginning captures your attention with its mysterious type vibes, you know, that kind of music, um, very sad, very droopy, and it foreshadows the coming events to come. At first, I thought I really did feel like the story was cliche as it involved black people, so it had the tropes of drugs, violence, and the fateful grandmother. But I can definitely say that this movie had some great lines and that it made you think like when the grandmother said to her grandson, everything has a seed and if you plant trouble, trouble is what you're going to get. It kind of reminds you of the seeds that were thrown and some were thrown in weed, bad soil, good soil, you know what I mean? Matthew 13, 1, 9 if you want to check it out. We also have the absent father scenario, which is one of probably the biggest stereotypes and tropes in the black community. But, however, this time it's not just used as a trope, but it carries the story and the great message inside this movie. So it's not just there, you know, just because, ooh, you know, black people, let's remove the father, you know, like those kind of cartoons where you only have one parent. This actually has a meaning and there's a reason why the father isn't there. So I love how this movie has different messages and in all those messages they are all interlinked into one big message which is what will you choose to do in your life? You always talk about the two roads in life that you can take and this movie puts it perfectly. The story focuses mostly on Jalen, Diggy and Aaron. Um, can I just, you know, why is Aaron always spelt with two A's? it's just you know a a one i don't okay anyways so aaron is in prison for something he may or may not have done he's used to be a gang leader and sold drugs he has a son named jalen who is friends with diggy as americans would say they were boys you know my guy my man whatever you want to say they basically they were best friends um like brothers almost Jalen followed his father's footsteps and decides to also sell drugs as well and his friend Diggy but he went a little bit further than just you know selling the basic weed. Diggy here is considered the one that Jalen needs to keep away from and although I agree I have to say that he's a very good brother. He worries about him and he's definitely trying to hold the family together since his mother is hooked and does not have a job. He believes that this is the only thing he can do. As for Jalen, I don't really understand why he decides to sell drugs. I mean, if we compare both Jalen and Diggy, you kind of get this sense that Jalen is living a very stable lifestyle. He has a very nice house. His mother has a job. So why? I'll leave that up to you for, t- for you to decide. Now, Jalen also has the Christian grandmother. And as I previously mentioned, um, she's always praying for him and warning him and asking him to lead a better life and stay away from Diggy. This is where I wanted to ask if you see your child or someone you know hanging out with somebody like that and you're a Christian, would you only pray for the person you know or would you also include the other person in your prayer? No judgment, just want to know. So grandmother is the first person to really bring out the links about choice. One being that God always puts you in a place where you can make the right decision. When she goes to visit her son in jail, he exclaims how he should be outside looking after Jalen and making sure he doesn't end up like him. And the grandmother is quick to step in and say, let's bring it back in. 
and just remember that God put you in this position to remove you from the things that were distracting you from him in the first place he removed him from the distractions that were keeping him away from his purpose I love how this movie is just you know so straight to the point no faffing about in this movie however we still keeps you intrigued and shows you how much you can relate to this movie as well it's I feel like it's so relatable to every day and you know how we do live our lives there's this one scene where they're in jail and Aaron and some others have a session with Monty and it's about how to be better fathers there's a part where Aaron asks Monty to be honest with himself and it made me realize that sometimes God puts people in your life that you feel you can willingly open up to and tell them how you really feel this is the same for Jalen when he meets Paris now between these two we get a comparison over friendship fathership and mothership let me explain okay so Paris is the daughter of Monty her father is there he's present his body's present and he has a chance to be in her life however he's always busy doing something else meaning he's not physically and emotionally present in her life as for Jalen his father is in jail I want to be in his son's life but because of the circumstances unfortunately he cannot be there on the opposite end of the spectrum we have the fact that Jalen's mother is in his life but she lacks the basic necessities that he needs from her. For example, simple things like saying, I love you or asking him, asking him how his day was. Whereas Paris' mother is unfortunately dead and seeing how she wants the attention from her father, we can assume that the mother, you know, was the one who picked her up from school and gave her all the attention the child needs from their parents. I think the writer here is trying to show us that you can be there in body but a child needs you physically, emotionally, all of the leads you can think of. Because when a child does not see affection from their parents, you are as good as them as Aaron is in jail, basically. You know, you're based you're not there. Just like Aaron is in jail, that's basically where you are with your relationship between your child and you. As the movie goes along, we get a montage, which I loved. And I think was very useful to cut down the movie time. Not going to lie, the montage really just cut down the things that you know most people in movies they would add those extra bits in, and you'll just be like, "Bruv, like, why do we need to see this?" Okay, we already can understand what's going on. We don't need this in the film. You could have cut this out, gave me back 15 minutes of my life. Okay, and this movie, it really is. When I say straight to the point. You know, there is literally no extra little nitty bits, no characters that don't make sense or you won't be thinking, why is this character here? Like, what is this character supposed to do? No, every single character has a reason to be there. So in this montage, we see how distant Jalen and Diggy have become as Jalen becomes closer to Paris, who is a good influence on him and she's also a Christian. Now, I know we haven't talked about Diggy a lot, but you can see he's on the opposite end, the bad choice, if you will. Now, he owes a gang leader a lot of money, which he does not have. Now, he gets a chance to rectify his thought process in life at the basketball court. When a man comes to him and tells him, you should forgive your father, but he dismisses this instantly which I don't honestly get because if I was there I would have been you know you know what you're right he was so persuasive he really was 
I don't know if maybe if he had you know the similar similar opportunities as Jalen but maybe if he had chosen forgiveness you know forgiving his father a door might have opened for him just like Aaron did but you know we'll never know overall this movie has a great sentiment towards it and really teaches you things that's why I'm not really mad about the whole trope thing that I mentioned earlier it teaches you about trusting God and seeing when you trust God things can happen and work out in your favour also the music is amazing okay they had jay moss in there singing there's a praise on the inside girl that is my song so you don't care they also had jacqueline singing in there as well and she was preaching and i'm not talking no you know cheap just brought in someone told them here's the lines preach no she was preaching preaching like proper giving it you know giving the good word now i must say that the writer must not know a lot about law and you know there's just a scene where i'm just like really that's it okay all right so maybe you're not that great at the law part of the movie but the movie was that good that i'm willing to overlook that the plot is clear and it's not messy and it has a great message that i think is very useful again to everyday life i really do overall i give this movie a nine and a half out of ten i can still do with a bit of work don't get me wrong there's some things where i'm just like we could have worked on that you know maybe the transition here or the camera angles a bit sometimes it could be just a little bit of work but it was a beautiful thing to watch i know my mother might get annoyed if i say this that i almost it almost made me cry so i won't say it directly but it may or may not have brought some tears just saying but that might only be me okay 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 not saying but you know um i get a little teary sometimes um lastly what i want to say is that one of my favorite lines from this movie i have to say goes to the man that was speaking to diggy and jalen at the basketball court and tells them that his father told him he did not know how to be something he didn't have for himself and how he was cutting the generational curse that had been put on his family again he made a choice whether to continue the legacy or make a new one so i want to end this with asking you what legacy will you leave behind through the choices you make hope you enjoyed this movie review never heard a must watch on netflix bye The spoken word piece is entitled, Knowing the Names of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and knowing his name is a must. His name tells of his unchanging character and they that know his name will trust. God wants us to know him through his name as they reveal his promises to us. His name is majestic, holy, awesome, wondrous, marvellous and glorious. God wants us to know that he is the Lord, my restorer. His name is Jehovah Elishim. I am so thankful and grateful that we have a restorer who is always willing to get us back on our feet. God will restore your vision beyond your current situation. Get ready for a breakthrough beyond your imagination. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all our greatest expectation. 
Never will I be without hope, feeling helpless and alone, downtrodden, forsaken or forgotten. Ram Rush is with me, the one who lifts my head and I know the enemy cannot stop him. From holding my head up because when God lifts your head, no one can push it back down. No longer will my eyes be in a downward position, Ram Rush has lifted my head off the ground. And with my head lifted high, looking up to the sky, I thank God for his timely intervention. Jehovah Ahmad has turned things around, he is truly the God of supernatural interruptions. When God steps in, we are destined to win as he changes the outcome of our impossible situations. He intervenes on our behalf, he dries our tears and makes us laugh and supernaturally moves us from a place of desperation. No longer defeated or deflated, my joy has been reinstated as I return my cup to the place of overflow. Jehovah Manah, the Lord, my portion is my unlimited and never-ending source. The source of all I could ever need, my source of strength when I am weak and never-ending, continuous supply. His resources are mine to draw on all the time and on his abundance I can always rely. Putting the past aside, excited to be revived, I'm so grateful Jehovah Chaya heard my cry. The Lord quickens me, injects vitality and infuses me with a renewed zeal for life. He sends the east wind to shake up things that's within and the west wind gets rid of all that came to destroy. Spirit of heaviness replaced, the north wind came to make a change while the south wind brings pleasantness and joy. So no matter what the enemy says, call the names of the Lord again and again, he will never leave you, he will surely bring you through. El dear, we exclaim, the God of all knowledge is who we praise, he sees and knows everything about me and you. No need to retreat if things look bleak, God brought you out before and he'll repeat this interruption to bring you out on the other side. God has the power to change the outcome, he's aware of each and every situation and he knows exactly what to do to restore your smile. Embark on a new journey with him, don't remain down, don't be a victim, you may be down now, but yet shall you rise. God has destined for you to be a victor, ordained you to be a winner, get ready to thrive. God is about to do something awesome in your life. My favorite scripture verse is taken from Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. This scripture is one of the many scriptures that I confess in the mornings and declare because no matter what is happening in my life, my family, and all around the brethren, I encourage myself and declare God's word into our lives because Jesus Christ is real and he means a lot to me. So with this verse of scripture, let it be of hope, let it be of strength, let it be of nourishment, because in these times of whatever, this pandemic and all of the things going on, we need to conquer and 
with the help and belief in Jesus Christ, we can conquer, we can overcome, we can get through all of this because of the hope of Jesus Christ that was crucified and was mashed up for us, really mashed up. He was really, really brutalized for me and everybody. So we have a precious hope and encourage ourselves that we can get through all of this and more. <laughs>